What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name is John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. So if you watch my other channel, uh, Storytime with Uncle Reddit MC, sorry, I'm like, I've been working out in the, the cool weather today, and my allergies are all choking me up, and my nose is red. I feel like I'm either some fictitious reindeer or an alcoholic. W.C. Fields comes to mind. Anyway, but I haven't had any drinks today yet. It's early. Anyway, it got dark. Decided it was time to stop working on the new greenhouse. Of course, I was busy enough that I forgot to take pictures, so hopefully I'll be able to do that tomorrow and uh, share some of the progress around our little miniature homestead here. And when I say miniature, I mean miniature. Like, not quite inner city miniature, but close. But we're making it work. We've got raised garden beds. We've got in-the-ground garden beds. We've got chickens. We're getting firewood ready for next season. I've got my wood stove that I just picked up the other day. I uh, drove down to Virginia, picked it up nice and cheap. And then when I got home, I started researching double wall stovepipe. I don't know if any of you guys have uh, wood-burning stoves or pellet stoves that require a double wall stovepipe. But uh, yeah, it's going to cost Uncle Reddit about $1,500 just to install this myself, just to install this uh, wood stove. So it may not save any money the first season, but in the long run, it's going to save money. That's what I keep telling myself. I've almost got myself back on schedule for these videos, which is cool. You know, life does get in the way, but then, you know, I also get lazy. It takes a lot for me to work around. If, you, if you've watched the other channel, you've noticed that I've made other excuses there as well. Um, there's enough to go around, trust me. But, uh, yeah, once things start getting difficult, then you get lazy and it's like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow, you know. And sometimes tomorrow just doesn't come. But we're here. We're making the effort. I like being with you guys. I like telling these stories. I like reading these stories. Hopefully you guys enjoy them too. And the uh, the random times. <laughs> you guys amaze me every time I release a video. Um, my last couple of videos have done better. Now part of it is because I wasn't uploading for a while. But the last two videos, one on this channel, one on the other channel, did better than so many other videos. And never released it like random times. The other night I released both of them at like one, I think the podcast version went out at like 10 PM and the YouTube video uploaded right around midnight, uh, 5 AM Greenwich mean time. Now I know what GMT is. Thanks to you guys. All right, let's do some tech support. Being told I should work at the local tech store instead of the employee behind the desk. This story takes place about six plus years ago, not long after I'd landed my first IT support role but I figured you guys would appreciate it anyway. On a visit to my local tech retail store to pick up a replacement part for a personal device that I owned at the time, phew, I made my way into the store and darted over to the technical support desk area. The queue was short, just myself, then an elderly gentleman who was currently speaking to the guy behind the counter with his laptop out on the desk. So as you do, I stood there and waited, headphones and not really paying any attention to what was going on. Ten minutes or so had passed, and they were still chatting. The tech behind the counter was working on the machine, so I figured while I'm here, I'd go look around a bit. Kill a bit of time, then wander back over to the desk once they'd finished. After completing a lap of the store, I rejoined the queue behind the same guy at the counter. After another short wait, it was starting to become apparent that they had clearly been there for a while. So I decided to pop one of my headphones out and listen to what was going on. Then after listening, I chimed in, Hi, sorry to interrupt, but what problem are you having? The elderly gentleman responded with, I bought this laptop a few days ago with a mouse and I keep accidentally catching the trackpad and it keeps interfering with the mouse and we can't figure out a way to turn it off. To which I replied with, have you not tried the shortcut on the keyboard? You should be able to press FN plus F7 or something like that and it'll disable it. 
The tech behind the desk then looked at me, then back down at the keyboard on this gentleman's laptop, and then pressed said key combination. Then within about three seconds, the employee responds with, oh, that done it. The gentleman then turned and looked at me and said, oh, thank you. You've saved the day. We'd have been here all morning trying to figure that out. I think you should be working behind the desk instead. I felt bad for the employee. He seemed a bit embarrassed after that, but he clearly didn't know that you could do that. So hopefully going forward, he'll remember that one for the next time it happens. Well, I mean, yeah, I know you didn't do it to be malicious. And the old guy was kind of probably getting tired and, you know, he figured somebody should have been able to know what was going on. But uh, I can't believe that the tech guy behind the counter couldn't at least disappear for a few minutes and like Googled it, something, or asked somebody else and said, listen, I'm having a hard time with this. You know, help me out. Uh, was he new? Uh, were their hiring standards not really what they should have been? Uh, was he still in training and left on his own that day for some odd reason? Who knows? But, uh, I mean, good on you for wanting to help. The old guy was a little cantankerous, but I can't say I blame him all that much. And on top of that, I will say, no, no real hardcore text, but I will say that I've known some people who were self-proclaimed techies who really don't know any keyboard shortcuts, uh, didn't know anything's existed or things like that. You could key bind certain keys to do certain tasks, things like that. Um, even my old wrinkly carpenter ass knew that seems a little strange that that guy behind the counter couldn't figure out a shortcut to turn off the mouse, but whatever, at least the old guy got help. The work shopping experience, a short and sweet one. I work at a typical help desk. Kicking tickets around, resetting passwords, you know the deal. While looking at our ticket queue, I noticed someone else escalated a ticket to our second tier, but the summary just read, employee would like to access clothing store website to make a purchase. Wait, what? Well, not sure why that website is blocked, but I'm also fairly certain there's no real reason they'd need to access it. Let me open this one. Description. Employee was not happy that we block website and would like it unblocked so they may use it on the company network. I advise them that they would have to use their personal device as the website is not accessible through their work device. Employee refused and would like to be escalated. I giggled a bit, thought, this is fun, and sent a quick reply to the employee in question. Good morning. Please provide a business justification so that we may allow access to website.com. Thanks. After a few hours, I get a reply. Never mind, you can close this. Oh, no. Mark is resolved. <laughs> so you're bitching and complaining and want your issue escalated because you can't shop for personal items on the line through a company device on company time. Yeah. I would hope that somehow, some way that got kicked back to the local store manager and uh, maybe they got a write up for it because that's asinine. That's, that's theft of company time basically. But yeah, people are amazing. You assumed you needed to do what? I'm a full-stack web developer who does support, maintenance, and evolutions on a number of websites, including a certain somewhat specialized e-commerce site, which will be the focus of today's story. The website allows price breakpoints to be defined for each product, so they can be cheaper the more units you order. Some products have dozens of breakpoints. I receive a ticket with a heartfelt plea from the client. Is it possible to add the ability to drag and drop breakpoints into order so we can add new ones in the middle without having to edit all the other ones after the point we want to add it? Well, that seems like a reasonable request, but these things only make sense if they're in ascending order, and I'm sure they're sorted before being used on the front end. I wonder what happens if I just add one at the end. 
Sure, it would be a bit annoying if they were out of order in the CMS, but let's just... It sorts automatically in the CMS as soon as I save the product and on the front end where the breakpoints are used. I close the ticket as not an issue with a comment explaining gently how it actually works and refrain from asking how long they've been editing dozens of breakpoints by hand without even trying what happens if they don't bother. But they've been editing dozens of breakpoints by hand when simply not doing it would have exactly the same effect. I think I can understand the mindset of wanting to stay in order and thinking that things are going to go totally kerflooey if you start trying to mess around and add things in the middle and whatever. But before I even started, if I was not if I was that unsure, basically, I would have asked somebody before I ever touched it, no matter where I was trying to edit something or place something, uh, yeah, ask first. Then you would have gotten your answer sooner, and then, uh, yeah, you wouldn't have had to mess around with all those edits by hand the long way. Hmm. Wherein Young Me learns a lesson about thoroughness. Many years ago, back when Blackberries were the business phone of choice, I was the on-site tech support for a company. One day, while most likely slacking off at my desk, my phone rang. Caller ID showed it as the head of HR. Desktop support, this is the Rubik's Dude, I answered. Hey, the Rubik's Dude, it's Hoff HR, she said. I have a phone that I'm trying to get a video off of and play, but my PC won't open it. Ah, yeah, BlackBerry video format isn't something Windows likes natively. I can stop by your office when you have a minute and install a player that can open it, I replied. Can you do it now, she asked. Yeah, I'm free. I'll be over in a few minutes, I said. A couple minutes later, I was in Hoff HR's office. I've already got the video on my PC, but here's the phone and cable if you need it, she said as she handed me the phone. Hoff HR was one of those users that would disappear whenever IT needed to work on her computer. She was out the door and down the hall before the phone had even hit my hand. I sat down at her desk, and luckily she had left the folder open with the video file in it. It had the blank icon of a file type Windows didn't know what to do with, so I installed the video player we had access to. With that, the icon changed to match the video application. Being thorough, I decided to open it to make sure it'd play without issue. It did. Cool, I thought. It were... Oh, close, close, close! In the brief second I had the video open, I saw what was clearly a manager at the company engaged in acts of, let's just say, inappropriate nature with another person clearly on company property. At no point had Off HR said what the video potentially was or that I shouldn't watch it. I decided it would be best to just pretend like I hadn't seen it. I left Off HR's office and wandered down the hallway until I found Off HR talking to another user in their office. Hi, you should be able to watch that video now. Thanks so much. And that's how I learned that maybe it was okay to occasionally decide an issue was fixed instead of confirming it 100%. Hey, there's nothing, you know, I wouldn't have been freaked out, Not well, at least not to that extent, because... uh. You know, she didn't warn you. She called you for help. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? I doubt it's something that would have gotten you in trouble if somebody knew you had seen it. But and I, I can understand definitely not wanting to get involved in the drama too. But yeah, it is what it is. She didn't give you a heads up. So oh well. Customer has actually done something useful. I got a call yesterday about an internet outage. The setup is an ISP router which just functions as an overpowered modem and a firewall for the productive networks. We went through and checked everything, restarting the router, calling the ISP. The router was working as usual. The firewall, though, turned out to be offline somehow. Customer states that it's not lighting up. No response from the device. The firewall was toast. We had no way of finding out what the issue was. This brand of firewall has an external power supply with a proprietary connector 
so just switching that was not an option for us. Our only way to maybe fix it was to order a new PSU. This would take at least a day or two. So we tried to reconfigure the ISP router in a way that they could establish a site-to-site -site VPN connection to access the server and PBX at the main office. Tried for an hour. Failed. No way to fix it. The next day we kept trying to find a solution, talking with our internal IT guy as a phone call came in. Some guy working at the site with the failed firewall had checked the PSU. It's dead. He then took another one with the same specs but a different connector, soldered the connector from the failed one to the new one, and it worked. Now the site is up and running again until a new PSU is delivered. For context, the customer does light installations, so at least someone there knows their way around electronics. They own the hardware and he asked his boss for permission. It's probably safe, but at least the PSU will still be replaced. The firewall may follow soon. It's good to have somebody on site that knows something about what they're looking at, what they're talking about, uh, that actually has skills to do soldering. Uh, I can do butcher soldering. It's it's not great, but I can I can get by in an emergency. But uh, yeah, I try not to mess with anything unless whoever owns the equipment or whoever's my boss says, yeah, go ahead, go for it. And even then, if they say go for it, if I don't know what I'm doing, they need to give me something in writing that says they want me to do it. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'll wait. Can you help me bypass my company's policy so I can use your competitor? AKA, ask stupid questions, get stupid answers. I work in support for a product that lets companies securely move very specific data between their servers. If someone just needs to receive the data, they can do that on the sender's license after a brief setup process. No cost unless they want to start sending stuff back. So there's no reason to not register with us even if you don't want to give us money. User, hi, our regular IT guy is out of the office, so you're the only one who can help me. Other company is urgently requesting data, but they don't use your product. They sent me to a competitor for our product, which they use, but our company blocks us from using their service. Me. Okay, you can send them an invitation for you to be able to send to them using our service. It's free for them. User. I know, but they refuse to use your service because they have competitor. Me. Okay, so what are you looking to do? User. Well, I was hoping I could email you sensitive data that should never be in an email and have you use the temporary account they gave me to send it using competitor. Me, as politely as possible. Absolutely not happening. They insisted for a while, and I had to explain repeatedly that it was a giant security and liability issue and that it was not going to happen. They eventually went to try to reach out to our competitor support to see if they can do anything, but, like, your company blocks their site. Good luck, lol. P.S. Had it on record that the requesting company had used us before. I just couldn't tell the user that. They'll eventually give in and come back to us. I don't know. In order to get something done, I can see maybe asking once. It's kind of ridiculous, but okay, you tried. Now, shut up about it and move on because the answer was no. Sorry, just had gumbo for dinner. It's, uh, it's let me know it's still around. When a user starts unplugging things. If you read the title, you might know where this is going. I'm in no way IT. I'm just sort of our retail store's IT liaison that talks to the reps because the owner is one of those stubborn yelling users. On to the story. I walk in to pick up cash for a bank deposit and people are losing their minds. I say the dreadful words, what's up? <laughs> Turns out we had a lightning strike that took out our internet for a few hours. No biggie. Internet company came within an hour and fixed it, but now the debit machines won't communicate with the piece of shit POS system that on a good day is riddled with bugs nobody wants to fix. <sighs> I walk over, ping the debit machine, and it's working. 
Sweet, debit is fine, so why are these two machines not talking to each other? Now the fun part, the blame game. Introducing Hero POS from the POS company and Idiot Tech, an acronym of the name for the less than helpful debit company. First I call up Hero POS and they confirmed our owner called them but only told them our debits were down. But one had been communicating before, hint one. I tell them both are down now as they are and we troubleshoot but they can't find anything on their end. So they sent me to Idiot Tech who based on their name were less than helpful. They asked me to ping the machine, which worked, then said, we don't know what else it could be because your machine is semi-integrated. Ask Hero PCS. I even asked them. I see on my screen the connection is set to RS-232. What does that mean and could that be the issue? Nope. Fine. I'll ask the people actually trying to help. I call Hero POS, mention Idiot Tech were less than helpful, and mention the RS-232 thing. They ended up reaching out to their debit specialist. At this point, I gotta go, so the next details are blurry. I return for my actual shift and lo and behold, the user is actually wrong. Turns out the machines wouldn't talk because the owner unplugged everything on the debit machine. So while the ethernet and power cables were correct, it didn't clue in that she moved the RS-232 cable in both machines to phone in, which happened to be the same size hole. And this is why I hate having people messing with things they know very little about. Sort of a relatable story, but on a totally different subject. Uh, well, no, it's, People messing with stuff they shouldn't be messing with. Uh, we had a boss once. I, I did contracting work. So basically, I was a subcontractor, carpenter subcontractor, for a builder. Um, saying this guy was a builder was like saying that, you know, I'm a classically trained chef because, you know, I can heat water and make toast. Anyway, so we went on to one of his job sites. We got the job started, and it rained for like three days straight. There was no way we could work on site. That nothing was dried in. There was just nothing we could do. So we were waiting an extra half a day for things to like dry out a little so we could get on site and actually start doing something productive instead of wasting his time and money and ours. And uh, I guess that morning he got pissed off and decided that he was just going to go for it and get things started. He pulled out the blueprints in his old station wagon. I guess he thought he had all the plate lines figured out. So the plates are the two by fours on the bottom of your wall and the top of your wall. And uh, he started measuring across the floor and snapping chalk lines and putting the two by fours down. And he even started laying them out for the studs that go in the walls. And, uh, he, I don't know where he got his measurements from, but it looked like he mirror imaged half of it. And the other half looks like it came from a completely different set of blueprints. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't your job. Don't touch it. We would have come in, we would have had it done that day, but then we had to go back and fix all his screw ups and then start over anyway. So yeah, people are stupid. All right, guys, it's going to take me a little while to edit this. So, uh, yeah, it'll come out sometime randomly this evening, which will be tomorrow morning for my EU people. And uh, if you're on the YouTube version of this, uh, give me a thumbs up, comment down below. I'll always love hearing from you guys. And uh, if you're on the podcast version, do me a favor. If there's a way to give a rating or a comment or anything, uh, do that. Uh, again, I like to hear from you guys and get input, ideas for new stories, new channels, whatever. All right. See ya.